Third year is when we learn a lot of our surgery and surgical skills. And depending on how COVID progresses, I don't want to lose the hands-on like skills because that's like the foundation of the rest of my career. So that's why I'm thinking about maybe doing an MBA since I love the management aspect. But your worry, your concern is, okay, if you, if you get through this year and then your third year, I presume would start in the fall. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So is what's COVID going to look like by then? And are you going to be able to do small group teaching? Uh, you know, you're going to be getting a lot of that, uh, is that going to be coming back online? And the, the, the truth is, Kim, there's absolutely no way that you can substitute theoretical uh, you know, theory practice for something that is as hands-on as uh, surgery. In the same way that actually you can't substitute theory practice for managing people mm -hmm. either. It's a contact sport. Surgery, literally, hopefully managing people, not so much. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. So you know, do you defer and, and take another year of degree? Let me ask you a question. Have you have you had this conversation with the faculty yet? I have not had that conversation yet. I'm trying to weigh the pros and cons before I approach the dean and everything else about it. And what have you come to? What are your ideas so far? Like, what are your pros? What are your cons? So my pros would be I would learn management, bang it out in one year rather than taking part-time classes over multiple years. So it would be mm -hmm. very quick, fast. And yep. the downside, I'd say, would be leaving my class and, like, the social aspect of leaving the class, what yep. the university would think of me. And then also financially, it's, like, a little bit, like, it's expensive to get a degree. Yeah. Especially an MBA. So that's, like, that's what my thoughts are. Okay. Um, so first thing is I wouldn't give two shits about what anybody else thinks. Okay. Okay. That's the first thing. You, you do you and don't base your decisions ever on how other people perceive you. Second thing is, um, you've got the same problem in reverse if you do your MBA now, by the time you get out there. Every exam that you ever take, every structured uh, class you're ever gonna take, is always gonna be aimed at giving you information in a, a, an entirely unrealistic setting, which is education, that's the way it is. Yeah which you then are going to start your real learning. It gets you to the start line, it opens doors, it opens opportunities, but your real, real learning always starts when you hit the start line of whatever it is you're actually trying. Now, the question is, one of those things you made there is, is super important. Like that peer group as you go through university, like, man, th those people will be your besties for life. Mm -hmm. And and that that four year period that you spend together, you know, we did five years in the in the UK. Um, you know, they're strong bonds that you you make with those people, and they're going to be when you get out there, whatever you decide to do, um, you're going to you're going to need a support group and network. You know, people who interclated and dropped out. There's an impact on that level of connection. Now, sure, you end up coming back in with a new peer group, but you've got it's 50-50. Which camp do you belong to? Yeah. Um, and that's 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 just a, a part of the decision. So I think that peer group, that peer network, very, very important. Um, my suspicion is that a lot of the surgical stuff is either going to be taught or could be taught distance as, as across a computer, uh, and you would get the same value as sitting in a classroom. The small group teaching that you get with surgery is probably smaller group and, and you know, I'm seeing restrictions easing. I think politically there's a stronger imperative there 
mm-hmm. to want to ease things up. I think you're, you know, if your school's in a more built-up area, then there's, you know, as, as Tufts is, right, mm-hmm. uh, then there's perhaps more risk there. But the truth is, there's risk, there's always risk, right? You took a veterinary degree, presumably that means you want to be a veterinarian. I would get to the start line of that and get competency in that first of all, mm-hmm. if that if that's your objective. Now, if your objective is to be on the board of um, AstraZeneca or GlaxoSmithKline 15 years from now, maybe don't hang around and practice for very long and maybe get an MBA now and just get in your vet degree. And Kim, do you have a clear idea where you want to be 10 years from now, five years from now? Yeah, I'd really like to be a robust general practitioner that does a lot of just everything, jack of all trades. And the business side of it, is it so you can open up your own place? Business side would be, I'd love to open up my own place. I'm open to it. But that's not a goal that I have in the next five, ten years. That's okay. if if it aligns, great. If it doesn't, great. Okay. My my suggestion for you is you're going to get the education you need in the university of life. Mm-hmm. And and dive into it. Because as soon as you dive into it, guess what? You're not spending money, you're making money. Your 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 knowledge is not theoretical, it's experiential, it's practical. That's valuable. Answering, answering questions on exam sheets doesn't do jack. Getting an MBA, I'll tell you the hardest thing about owning a veterinary practice mm-hmm. is working with people. Okay. If you work on your skills of emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. if you work on your skills of goal setting, then those things will stand you in so much better stead than, than an MBA. Don't be too concerned um, about missing this little chunk. If you get your degree, and if you stick with it in vet school, they'll find a way to give you your degree and they'll find ways to work around through this. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to be missing a great deal because you didn't stand there falling asleep watching somebody doing a spinal surgery that you're never going to do unless you become a specialist surgeon yourself. Because okay. that's what the vet school learning is. But as Nina says, like I think the, the graduates that came to me, the best thing that we ever did with them was exactly what Nina said and ship them into a volunteer Spain year clinic uh, and get that sort of skill set up because it's confidence and tissue handling. It's a completely transferable skill, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of CE classes you can go on. One thing at a time. Do one thing really well every time you do it. Get good, but if your goal is to be a, a competent general practitioner, then my advice is learn, get your degree. Focus hard on making sure that you can manage that mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, that you can form good relationships with your colleagues and with your clients because those two things can be sources of immense pleasure. Yeah. Um, make sure you've got stuff and focuses outside of work so you can switch off. Set a plan and get good at the clinical basics. And that probably means first principles of what you do in the exam room, like diagnostics, laboratory work, um, and some basic surgical skills, dentistry. Focus on one of those things at a time and get good, and and you will start seeing your confidence grow and flourish really well from there. Um, the time for the management stuff, like, and, and this isn't right, by the way, this isn't right, but it is what happens. If you're a clinician and you're having to manage other clinicians, um, their respect for you will be higher if you're actually good at what you do in your job. But their respect for you will be highest, most of all, if you have respect for them back and you have... And a lot of that, that comes from being able to understand what culture is, be able to create psychologically safe environments. And to and for that to happen, you have to be capable of being that 
that emotionally stable leader. Okay. That comes through time. Okay. So that's the thing you got on your side. Heaps mm -hmm. of time. Save yourself the 40 grand just now. That would be yeah. my advice. You got okay. plenty of debt to get into, right? I know, yeah, for sure. <laughs>